Welcome, welcome to the Jimmy B Sports Show on Power 90.1, featuring Bay Area Sports Insight. Now, here's your host, Jimmy B. Fire the cannons. Good morning, Tampa Bay sports fans. Welcome to the Jimmy B Sports Show. You are in the gymnasium. I'm your host, Jim Barron. What a game it was last week. City of Champions, no doubt. We're going to talk about the Bucks, their amazing quest this year, what it took, how they did it, break down the game. Talk about that, a couple other things here in the area. Number here is 877-448-7901 or jimmybsports.com. We'll be right back on Power 90.1. David was in big trouble with the IRS. At first, I only owed a few thousand, but each time I got a letter, it was worse. I was going to lose everything, my savings, my house. And after this year, it was out of control. Then David called the tax experts at Get a Tax Lawyer. Get a Tax Lawyer can help settle the debt and get you a fresh start. Don't mess with the IRS. Call 800-654-9116. 800-654-9116. That's 800-654-9116. Now, back to the show. Back to the Jimmy B Sports Show on Power 90.1. Welcome back, sports fans. Last week, we talked about there were 268 games played in the NFL this year. There was one more to go. We were in that final game. Down here hosting the Kansas City Chiefs, who are going for their back-to-back Super Bowl wins. And, of course, as we all know, that did not happen. What a year by the uh, Bucks From start to finish, you know, without the training camp, without the uh, preseason games, the way this team has gelled over the last six, seven weeks, what they've done, starting from the coaching staff all the way down throughout the whole organization, uh, really hats off to everyone wearing a Bucks uniform or in the front office. If you watch the game, I'd like to know what you thought was the main reason that the Bucks were able to go ahead and, and win the Super Bowl this year. Uh, was it their defense, who probably played as well, if not better than anyone else in that game? I thought that they should have been the MVP. If you asked my opinion, I would have given it to the whole defensive team. What Todd Bowles did in that game plan with the two weeks that they had to look at everything and look at the film, they shut down Patrick Mahomes and that offense like you can't believe. Who would have thought that the Chiefs would not have scored a touchdown in the Super Bowl? Uh, I know last week I predicted that the Bucs would win right here on the show and that it would be 31 to 27. Well, I got the 31 okay, but the uh, 27, not so much. We held them to nine points, three field goals and not a touchdown. What an amazing feat by our defense. Um, If you look at the game plan that they had uh, on the defensive side of things, they only used four people up front to rush. And they put so much pressure on Mahomes. He ran, I saw a stat for almost 500 yards, 497 yards to be exact. Sideways, backwards, inside out, every way you can think of except going forward. He was running for his life the whole game. The game plan that we had, our our linebackers uh, dropped back in coverage. We were able to rush with four people. Our D-backs, safeties, what a game they had. They they covered everything. No one got behind them. A couple passes in the middle to Kelsey. Other than that, 
the, the, the plan was perfect. On the offensive side of the ball, we scored 31 points. Uh, Brady wasn't forced to do anything spectacular. He played his game. He led the team like he's used to. And that was his seventh seventh ring. Unbelievable. Tenth Super Bowl he's been to. A seventh ring. So if you look at the whole year, you can break it down in many different ways. Uh, I would like to hear, like I said, what it was that you thought was the key to winning the way that they did, especially in the second half of the season. Um, I'll tell you, I really think that they sat down their bye week, figured it out. I think Arians and Brady had a game plan of what they were going to do in the second half. A lot of that consisted of, you know, both both people putting their egos on the back burner. I think more so Arians. By that point, the team had bought into Brady, why he's had so many successes, his leadership. And they were ready to go ahead and uh, let Brady pretty much take the reins, start calling some plays himself and get that offense to make it his. And at that point, that's when things started to um, go in the right direction, and the rest is history as we know it. You know, I want you to stop and think for a second. A year ago, Brady was free agent. A lot of people thought that he would retire and, and not play anymore. Well, we know now that wasn't the case. Luckily, he was able to make a decision and, and come here. Look at Leonard Fournette. He was cut by the Jacksonville Jaguars. Who else? Look at Gronkowski. He was a WWE wrestler. Who else? How about Antonio Brown? He was in jail. You know what the three of those guys did? They all scored touchdowns last week in the Super Bowl. Brown, Fournette, Gronkowski. So you never know what's going to happen. But they did buy into the system. They bought into what Brady was selling them. And you know what? They can do it again this coming year. It's going to be a little bit, you know, a little bit harder. It's always tough to repeat. But if they're able to make some adjustments, maybe get some people to take some salary restructuring, they're more than capable of going ahead and repeating. A lot of times this past year, they're saying the Chiefs are going to repeat. No, but as we know, not so much. The Bucks were able to take care of business one game at a time. They grew each game. They learned. And it's not about it's not about your record during the season. You want to get to the playoffs. You want to learn from all the games as you go along. And you want to get to the playoffs and be the last team playing. And that's what we were able to do this year. It was a great effort by everyone top down in the whole system. And I think that when you look at it, the um, celebration that the Bucks had this past week on Wednesday, the Riverwalk. It was really good to see Brady be himself. You know, you heard stories about, you know, he's a fun guy and good personality and, you know, likes to you know, kid around with the teammates. You never really saw that when he was up in New England for 20 years with uh, the regime up there with, with Belichick and, run the, the Patriot way or whatever it was, but it was, it was fun to see him you know, cut loose a little bit. The guys had a great time on the boats. Brady had his own boat there that you know, he brought down to the uh, to the river and the guys were on there. They even thrown around the Lombardi trophy from boat to boat. Luckily they caught it and uh, I think Drake was the one that caught the trophy. 
Therefore, I did not get wet in the uh, in the river. But they had a great time, and they deserved it. I'd love to hear your thoughts on it. 877-448-7901. You can email the show, sports at power901.com. love to hear your thoughts on what was the key to winning not just that game on Sunday, but the rest of the season on what it took and at what point did you feel that they had what it took to be able to go ahead and go all the way the way that they did. Right back to keep the show going on Power 90.1. Have you written a book? You can become a published author with Doran's Publishing, the nation's oldest publishing services company. Countless authors have trusted Doran's for nearly 100 years to bring their book to the market. Our professional team will edit your text, design your book pages, and create an appealing, eye-catching custom cover. Plus, our authors benefit from a custom book promotion marketing campaign that makes your book available where people buy books, like Amazon and -and brick-and-mortar bookstores. So make this free call right now to claim your free author's guide to publishing. Don't wait another day. Take one step closer to realizing your dream of becoming a published author and seeing your name in print. You've already written a book, so the next thing to do is make this free call right now to Dorn's Publishing and get your free guide to publishing. Call right now. 800-943-2195. 800-943-2195. That's 800-943-2195. Now, Now, back to the show. Back to the Jimmy B Sports Show on Power 90.1. Welcome back, sports fans. Want to touch base a little bit on uh, congratulations to the NFL as well. Going through everything this year, you know, they spent over $100 million on protocols and precautions to make sure that the season was able to get completed. And it did. So it was a good job to them. They had over 960,000 tests of COVID tests every week, every day in the NFL. And um, there were no cancellations. There were a couple reschedules of games, but no cancellations. So the NFL really did a good job of uh, maintaining the premise that uh, they will get the season in no matter what. And, and they did that. So I want to say that, you know, they did a great job as far as that goes. Talking a little bit more about Brady and, and Mahomes, both of those guys uh, will have some off-season minor surgery. Brady will have his uh, knee scoped to get uh, clean some things up. And also Mahomes is going to get that turf toe Uh, surgically repaired so that they're both ready for next year. I don't think that either of them will have any ill effects of the surgery. So I look forward to both of them being back next year in in good shape. The word is, is that Brady wants to extend the contract, wants to play till he's, you know, 45, maybe plus that. But the way it looks right now, definitely be back next year. They'll restructure some contracts. I think that Mike Evans has already agreed to restructure his contract to make some cap room for some other players. I think they need to make a decision on Godwin, what they're going to do with him. They need to pay him or or trade him. I think they need to make a decision on Gronkowski. He's saying he wants to stay. His $9 million contract, though, may need to uh, have some alter... alter uh, alterations on that to make it viable for them to be able to get everything done. 
Antonio Brown, the consensus is that he would like to stay, although, you know, other teams will be interested the way he was able to play and not have any issues this year. Said a lot, spoke a lot for his character. Can he continue doing that? Uh, that remains to be seen, but there may be other teams willing to take a chance and pay him more than the Bucks will be willing to or, or wanting to. Uh, we'll see what happens with that. It, it should be interesting. I do think that the, the major thing that the Bucks need to do right now is keep that defensive unit intact, make sure they sign uh, Sue, make sure uh, whoever else may be on the uh, uh, contract expiring, make sure they keep Vita Vea there, make sure that um, the linebackers are signed. So I think with those things in place, the Bucks will have a great year coming again next year and we can, you know, set our sights high and there's no reason why we can't get as far as we did this year. We'd love to hear what you have to say about that. Uh, but before we, you know, go through some other things, I want to talk more about some football. If you're following uh, this year, the NFL is really a copycat type of league. You saw what happened. So the NFL is saying, okay, last year Brady got traded as a well, free agent. The Bucks picked him up and they won a Super Bowl. So I think you're going to see more teams. And it's already started, in my opinion, if you look at the Rams, what they did. They got rid of Jared Goff. Um, he goes over to Detroit. They send Stafford over from Detroit to L.A. So you have the carousel already starting here in the NFL. What are they going to do with the Eagles with Carson Wentz? They're saying that, you know, they really don't want to trade him. They're listing entertaining other offers, offers that are coming in right now or for a couple second round picks. Uh, maybe a player to be determined, but not exactly what the Eagles are looking for with him. So with their new coaching staff, they have to make a decision on what they're going to do with Wentz. What are you going to do with the Sean Watson and the Houston Texans? What a, what a dumpster fire in Houston right now. Uh, we talked about Watson several times on the show. He's saying that he will not play another snap for the Houston Texans. So they have to make a decision. The Texans are saying that they're not going to trade him, that he is their quarterback and he will be playing next year. So it's definitely a tug of war with that franchise. Now, just yesterday, J.J. Watt, he had asked for and was granted a release by the Texans. Um, the owners of the Texans, McNair, they've, uh, they've parted ways with Watt. Now, he, Watt has been the face of that franchise for 10 years. Uh, he's, he's a fixture in that community. So with, with him being gone now, you have uh, the, the president had stepped down months ago. You had some high-level personnel walk away. Of course, they traded DeAndre Hopkins last year. There's something going on in that franchise that needs to come out and, and, and see what's going on because it doesn't it doesn't seem right. I think that when you have when you have Watson right now, and you know from all accounts, whether it's you know on the field, off the field, he's done a great job for that team. He's going to win a Super Bowl in my opinion. 
and he's saying he does not want to play for for the Texans anymore. So it's really going to be interesting to see where he ends up. Um, you know, some of the places that you know maybe in the running would be Miami. You look at Miami. You look at um, Indianapolis with Rivers retiring now. I think that's a possibility for him if they do let him go. Look at Watts right now for them. Where's he going to go? I think, you know, he's got two brothers playing in Pittsburgh. Uh, he may go there to Pittsburgh and, and, and play with the Steelers, revitalize that defense. Uh, he may be a good fit for Indianapolis as well. I really think that uh, Miami will probably be the, the best fit for him. Their defense is already uh, well on their way to being one of the tops in the league. And if you had, if you add him as a defensive end, don't forget he was a defensive player of the year for uh, three years. So I think that you know he's been banged up, no doubt, but he's got some juice left in him, and I think that. Uh, he'll be rejuvenated and ready to play. So I think that Miami is a viable option for him. I also, uh, here's, I, people aren't talking about Buffalo, but if you put someone of caliber play that he's able to bring to the table, you put him in Buffalo on that defense, uh, they really become formidable and they may be able to take that next step and one more game, they would be in the Super Bowl this past year. So I think I would keep your eye on Buffalo as well. So I can't say what's going to happen definitely, but he is gone. And, you know, don't forget, like I said, he was the face of the franchise, not just on the field, but when that hurricane hit them, he, uh, Hurricane Harvey, he went out there and started raising money. He wanted to do 100000 200000 for the relief victims. They did over $41 million. It was crazy. Uh, so he's definitely a uh, figure in that community. And for him to go as well, like I said, in the coming weeks, we'll find out there's been some things going on in that organization that um, they need to come out and, and we'll be able to figure everything out. But um, Deshaun Watson... It'll be interesting. I, I I don't see him playing for them, and I think that as much as the Texans needed to sit down and make it right, I don't see that happening at this point. So, love to hear from you what your thoughts would be, where he may go, where do you think he'd want to go, what team could use him. There are probably about 27 teams out there that could use him right now. Uh, JimmyBSports.com, 877-448-7901. Check in and let me know your thoughts. We'll be right back to keep the show going. You're in the gymnasium on Power at 90.1. The Property Shop, your one-stop shop for all of your real estate needs. Looking for homes for sale or rent in the Tampa market? Text HOMES to 71441. That's HOMES to 71441. The Property Shop is a full-service realty and management company with a team of partners to give you that extra peace of mind. The Property Shop is truly your one-stop shop, providing stellar service in all areas of realty. And right now, new home buyers will receive a one-year home protection warranty for that extra peace of mind on your next big purchase. More info online at thepropertyshopusa.com or 813-655-5000. Now, now, back to the show. Back to the Jimmy B Sports Show on Power 90.1. Welcome back, sports fans. 877-448-7901. JimmyBSports.com if you want to email. I want to talk a little bit. 
this past year, we all know that the, the Lightning won the Stanley Cup. Of course, the Bucks win the Lombardi Trophy. The Rays get to the World Series, uh, barely uh, get edged out by the, the Dodgers. You would think that in a year where so many issues with the COVID-19 everything going on, that there would be more surprises uh, with teams that would be winning. But if you look, for the most part, and there's, there's one exception, which I'll get to, but for the most part, the teams that have had the best teams and or the best leadership have really excelled in this time where um, there are so many uh, things going on with with the protocols, with the virus, and with all the changes that had to be made. For example, if you look at if you look at the Lightning, I think they're the best team. They were able to manage to get to the Stanley Cup and go ahead and win it. They had great leadership on the ice there with Kucherov, Cooper being a great coach. So I think that if you look at, at that sport. The, the Lightning, the great team, great leadership, you know, they won it. If you want to go to the uh, football, you can't question Brady's leadership on the field. I think that if you look at, of course, what he's done this year and over the last 20 years, uh, his leadership was able to put together a, a good team for them to go ahead and win. So, you, again, you have great leadership with Brady and team-wise. You look at baseball, the Dodgers had the best team up and down talent-wise throughout the whole Major League Baseball season, uh, and they won it. If you want to look at the college level, no doubt in college football, Alabama, Saban, can't question his coaching ability, leadership over uh, the last decade on that team. And they weren't really challenged this year. And Alabama was able to go ahead and, and win a national championship. So, so many times this past year, you look at, uh, you would think that there would be some upsets maybe or some teams that uh, really weren't favored throughout the season to go ahead and win, but it hasn't been the case. The exception being, which I'll get to now, is college basketball. It's amazing this year what's going on in the college basketball season. There are teams that um, haven't been able to play as many games as others. There are some teams that have canceled their seasons. You look at teams that have been uh, th throughout the history of basketball, and especially over the last 10, 20 years and longer than that, Kentucky, North Carolina, Duke, Michigan State, Kansas, they're having horrendous seasons, horrendous seasons. Kentucky may have the worst season of, of their history. They can't win a game. They can't shoot the ball. It's amazing. Calipari taking a bunch of heat this year in the Bluegrass State for what's going on with that team. Now, these coaches didn't forget how to coach, obviously. You know, you have Williams, Krzyzewski. I mean, what, what's going on with some of these um, teams and not being able to, to win? Um, of course, krzyzewski has gone, but you look at some of the uh, teams. Kansas, look at... Michigan State, these guys didn't forget how to coach. So what's going on? Here's my take on what's going on. I think that the the culture right now of the one and done, these players come in, it's Kentucky. 
They come in every year. There's eight, nine, ten new guys that are freshmen. And typically, they're able, Kentucky's able to go out there, Calipari, and get these guys to mesh and gel. And by this time of year, when it comes time for the tournaments, they're ready to play. They're no longer freshmen. They're upperclassmen, if you will, from a experience level. They go out there and play. More times than not, by the time the season's over, four or five of those guys are going into the draft. So you have that across the board in college basketball with the culture of, of one and done. So you don't have uh, this year, you don't have the discipline or the leadership that I talked about with the other sports. No, you don't have the football there at Brady. You don't have the, uh, the, the Lightning. You don't have the Dodgers. You don't have the Saban in Alabama. You have a organization that is college basketball right now going through struggling, trying to you know get through the season, get to the tournament. All the tournament games this year will be in Indianapolis. They're going to try to have utilize some type of you no know, bubble scenario, if you will, to be able to maintain levels of safety for the players and for the teams. We'll see how that works. I know the Big Ten is going to have their tournament in Indianapolis as well. So we'll see what happens with all that. But you're going to have a surprise team win the tournament this year. If you look at the overall seeds right now, you'd have to look at Gonzaga being a one and Baylor. Those are the top two teams, I believe, right now. Uh, If you want to throw Michigan as a one seed in there and Villanova or maybe Ohio State, uh, Illinois would be up there. And of course, Houston is, is playing uh, good basketball right now. But so you take one of those teams. When was the last time Houston won a championship? Um, you know, who, who knows who it could be? But I really think you're going to see a surprise in the tournament. The tournament's always great for upsets anyway. But my whole point in, in this conversation is that the college basketball is the exception this year if you won't see the best team most likely winning because the teams that are typically year after year, the cream of the crop, if you will, like I said, the Carolinas, the Dukes, the uh, Kentuckys, the Michigan States, the Kansas, you don't have that. Now, can they get hot this time of year? Maybe win a, win their tournament? Win their conference tournament? Get an automatic buy? Sure. Anything could happen. That's the that's what makes college basketball so great. But I really don't think that we're going to see that this year. Again, we'd love to hear your thoughts. 877-448-7901. If you want to check in, let me know if you agree with that statement or, or disagree with it. That's fine as well. Let me know what you think about the teams that you think will be in the Final Four this year in college basketball. And do you think that that mentality of you know one and done that we talked about, is that something that's good for the sport? Should they mandate them staying in there for at least two years uh, before they can de- declare eligible for the draft? Uh, your thoughts, I'd love to hear what you have to say. Again, we'll be right back to keep the show going. You are in the gymnasium on Power 90.1.
Don't overpay for a roofing company. Five Star Roofing has you covered. Specializing in residential or commercial roofing. Five Star is a premier licensed installer of asphalt shingles with the newest and largest selection of shingle colors. And they're knowledgeable in any type of roof repair. Five Star Roofing has a friendly sales team that will assist you in any questions with Five Star Professional Customer Service. Five Star Roofing can be reached at 813-731-6066 or brandonroofingservice.com. Now, now, back to the show. Back to the Jimmy B Sports Show on Power 90.1. Welcome back, sports fans. Still talking some basketball, going over to the NBA. Uh, they have about uh, 25 games played right now. Uh, so throughout the season right now, if you look, you know, we talked last session about the leadership and quality of the team and the discipline it takes to win this past year. You can add the Lakers to that. I didn't mention them in the list of champions, but they won the NBA crown and that was with LeBron, who's probably the best leader in the NBA at this point. His team right now is only a half a game out of the Western Conference lead. The Jazz hold that spot. Uh, the Clippers are right out there. So I think if you look at the West, you have Utah, the Lakers, and the Clippers vying for the top three spots out there. Then you have Phoenix, Portland, San Antonio, Denver, and Golden State. So when you take the top eight teams and it comes down to playoff time, you have to still give the Lakers the edge with the talent that they have on the team. Now, if, if you look at the, the top contenders, the Clippers with Leonard as well. Uh, and of course you have Utah. So I would still say that right now the Lakers have to be favored to come out of the West. If you move over to the East, that's a whole different story. In my opinion, the East is wide open. You know, you have Atlanta in the eighth spot right now. You have Charlotte playing well, number seven. Uh, you have Toronto, Indiana, uh, Boston, but if you look at the top three, you have the 76ers in first at 18 and eight. You have the Bucks at 16 and nine, and Brooklyn at 15 and 12. Of course, all eyes are on Brooklyn with the acquisition of James Harden from Houston. So you have Harden, Kyrie Irving, Kevin Durant, the big three on that team. Uh, once they got Harden, all, all of a sudden they're favorite to win the East. I'm not so sure that's going to happen. You have a team that could no doubt put up points night in and night out with, uh, like I said, Harden, Durant, and Irving, but they can't stop. They can't stop anything. Uh, teams are, are teams are putting points up on this team like they're not even playing defense. So you're not going to win. Uh, a championship, let alone a conference, by just being able to score. Now, saying that, it's not that they can't play defense. I've seen Harden play defense before. I've seen Kyrie Irving tie people down when they have to, and I've seen Durant play defense. So when they have to, I, I think they can, but it's whether or not if they want to, during the regular season, extend that energy uh, or not. So I, I think that the 76ers right now, with the resurgence of that team, uh, now you have Doc Rivers coming in there to bring some credibility. Uh, we said so many times on this show last year with uh, Embiid and Simmons, and they need to trade one of those two that the, everyone was saying because they can't win a championship or, or get to the 
even the finals with both those players who just can't play together. I said at that point, change the coach. If you have two players like Simmons and Embiid, you find a way to make it work. And if the coach can't do that, you know what? You don't trade one of the players. You get a new coach <laughs> to make it work. And that's what they did in the offseason. So I, I think now with the, the addition of Curry there, they really have a shooter in the outside that's making it easier, opening up the middle for Embiid. So I really think that right now the favorite in the East is Philly. Um, no, you're not going to count out Milwaukee either, but um, or the Celtics for that matter. But I think it comes down to Brooklyn and Philly if you look at it. And I like my chances with, with Philly right now until Brooklyn can show that they're able to play defense when they have to. And if that's the case, then they'll definitely um, be hard to beat. But I still think that right now uh, that's yet to be seen. So it should be interesting. Um, you know, the NBA is always fun to watch. A lot of times if you're looking at um, the NBA, you see such amazing athletes out there. And they're doing a good job with the COVID as well. I mean, they're maintaining the distance and the NBA is doing a good job. So we'll see what happens. Of course, it's shifting gears a little bit towards the golf. Justin Spieth is uh, minus 12 right now, starting to round three today at the Pebble Beach. Uh, Cantley had the lead at nine under, uh, 12 under, but he fell, shot at 73. So right now he's at nine under. You have Spieth at 12 under. You have Berger at 11 under. Norlander at 10. Casey at nine. And Cantley at nine. So uh, if you're thinking of Dustin Johnson winning, he was the favorite, but he decided to skip the tournament and not play this week. He had a great win last week over in Saudi Arabia. Decided to take a week off, get some rest, uh, get ready for the next couple of tournaments. So we'll see what happens with um, the tournament out there. Spieth, I think he's going to hold on to win. Uh, he's a good pick, I believe, especially with, like I said, Johnson not being there. Probably between him and Casey should be interesting. We'll see what happens. Anyway, guys, that's all the time we have on the show this week. Unfortunately, it goes by too fast, but I'd love to hear your comments, suggestions, 877-448-7901. Go to jimmybsports.com, see the latest in the updates in sports. Email me your thoughts and suggestions and what you'd like to see. Look forward to talking to you next week. Have a great weekend. Everyone stay safe. Stay vigilant. Above all, stay positive. Remember, you missed 100% of the shots that you don't take. So keep on shooting. See you next week on the Jimmy B Sports Show.